0: I think we've seen kindness as a weakness. This is what I see a lot of leaders will say to me, but if I'm kind, that'll mean that I'm weak. I'm like, no, you can be strong as a leader, but you can be kind at the same time. Kindness isn't a weakness. And there's so much research out there that the number one thing stopping leaders or executives moving up the career ladder is actually being able to connect and build trust with others.
1: Hello, listeners, and welcome along to the Mind to Lead podcast, the podcast where leaders are made. Whether you're a CEO, manager, teacher, or parent, I believe everybody can be a leader. My mission is to help my listeners understand the skills, traits, and mindset of what it takes to become an exceptional leader. I'm your host, Georgie Hubbard, business owner, career, and mindset coach. So if you're ready to discover the mindset it takes to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind to Lead podcast. I am sat with today Sonia McDonald. Sonia, amazing to be sat here with you. Thank you. It's great to be with you too. We've just had a long sort of 10 15 minute chat before uh, before we sort of got going while Kyle was setting up. So, let's let's get stuck in. So, for those that don't know who you are, could you give a little bit of an overview of who is Sonia MacDonald and what's brought you here to this point in your life today?
0: It's a really great <laughs> question. Gosh. Who am I? Oh, So I'd say, first of all, I am a mum, so I'm a mum of a beautiful 18-year-old, full-time solo mum, uh, which I have loved, but it's definitely been my most challenging role. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also the founder of two companies, one is called McDonald Inc. and the other one is called Leadership HQ. I'm also a keynote speaker, which I absolutely adore, and an executive coach, which I love, and also... I'm a writer. I've written two books and I'm on to my third book. So I love writing. So yeah, I kind of wear all these different hats, but everything is around me being the best I can be in the leadership space. So Mm. hmm.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. And before we started this, I was just on your LinkedIn profile. So you've been in the leadership space for around 25 years, sort of coming from that HR space, which obviously gave that grounding and that sort of people skills. And uh, you were top 250 influential women across the globe. Wow. So how did that come about? Was there like a nomination? How did you uh, get that award? That's pretty incredible.
0: Yeah, it was really interesting. A company in the UK reached out to me. And so even if you look at the list, it's pretty phenomenal, the other women that are on the list. And it was more around influential in terms of, in particular, having a voice or having that influence online through social media, through what you're posting in terms of. I mean, I am pretty avid, especially on LinkedIn. So, around the Twitter and the Instagram and all those different social media channels around that you're sharing thoughts and stories and blogs and podcasts, like all different things that you're doing to have a voice to make a change or influence the world so there's lots of incredible women that are part of that prime ministers and CEOs and amazing community leaders and it's just really good to see that you know when they approached me that there's, there's phenomenal women out there that are really trying to be the change that we want to see. So, and they do that through the social media channels.
1: Mm. Amazing. Yeah. So, you talk a lot about leadership. So, I'd love to dive into that because, you know, it's called the Mind to Lead for a reason because yeah. I think to be an extraordinary leader, you need to have the mindset and the characteristics and the traits of what makes a good leader. So, in your 25 years of experience, um, perhaps could you shed some light in into the world of leadership, what you've discovered, and perhaps let's start with that whole mindset piece of what makes a good leader.
0: <laughs> that's a really good question. I think and when you talk about mindset, I think that's the key. So for me in terms of you know the work and the research and the consulting we've done for so many years now. And that's why, you know, I espoused and I wrote a book called Leadership Attitude. It's around leadership is an attitude. It's a mindset. It's a choice. It's an action. It's not a role or title. It's around having that mindset that leadership is about making a difference, making an impact. I mean, if I could go back in time, and this is why I'm really passionate about, especially our future generations, I wish we were really teaching them very early on, like I did with my daughter when I I was as a leader, as a mother, understanding what leadership is about, about how we can make a difference through our words and through our actions, you know, how we can help each other, how we can support each other, how we can... I always say leadership is about if you can inspire others to do more, learn more and be more, that is leadership and we can do it at any age, anyone can do it, so... In, and it does start with that mindset, starting to think about, okay, so what is it about who I am and how I can make a difference to this world? Because at the end of the day, that's, you know, you want to leave a legacy and it's just about making, even if it's just something small, it can still have a ripple effect. So that's how I sort of, that's how I see leadership is around how we can, yeah, help serve others. Mm-hmm.
1: And for someone listening to this right now, who is in a leadership position and wants to improve their mindset where would you suggest that they start? (laughs) I I think making
0: a choice that this is something that you really want to, because you can learn it, you know. I mean, we always say that this, are leaders born or made? You know, I suppose you do meet people that could have that, I don't know, could have been kind of born with those characteristics that you might identify in leadership, but I definitely think you can learn it. So it's around kind of going, you know what, I really want to embrace and learn this and things, for instance, gosh, there's so so many different platforms. Is starting with like even a couple of books around leadership, um, talking to people, like finding a mentor I think is really important. Uh, There's so many different – I mean, we've got an amazing blogs um, and writings and different resources on leadership on our websites but you can go to Harvard Business Review website, you could go to Inc., you could go to – the entrepreneur the Forbes, like there's lots of different things um i mean you can sometimes get a bit overwhelmed with all the information so yeah. i think just sticking to a couple of things that really resonate to you uh gosh i mean i'm st- i still have 10 leadership books beside my bed i'm constantly reading different leadership books so for me i mean i you know i really love having that knowledge self i think self awareness is key as well so for me and again i think uh, you know, even myself and all the all the leaders that I work with and coach, we're always still on this self-awareness journey. So really understanding who you are, understanding your values, understanding what you stand for. Uh, you know, especially in the last few years, my journey uh, has really taken a real focus on how we can be more kind and more courageous and more inclusive as leaders, because now I'm seeing in terms of all the research and the work I'm doing, this is what Is this is what matters and this is what's needed. So therefore, I am out there espousing that. I'm out there focusing on that. Um, You know, I'm out there coaching and teaching others that. And I'm seeing a lot of people going, "Okay, I want more. I want to learn that. You can learn this. Like you can learn these different skills and different behaviours. It's just about."
1: focusing on on getting those skills mm-hmm. mm. absolutely you you mentioned that you had 12 books stacked up which is amazing I'm a big reader as well I'm constantly like reading <laughs> book after book, yeah. book any particular book that you've read recently on the last 10 years that's had a big impact on, on your life
0: uh the one book that I've really loved my mentor gave me actually and I have rec- recommended a number of clients that I'm coaching is the um uh, the Art of the Good Life, I forgot the author, mm. but it's an excellent book. I'm currently reading the. i am reading a book called Stillness is the Key, which I'm absolutely loving. Mm. Uh, I'm also reading a Kindness book at the moment, uh, which is a lovely little book. And what's some other ones that I really love? Good to Great by Jim Collins is an excellent book. Uh, Brene Brown's work is great, yeah um Simon Sinek's work is really good as well. Mm-hmm. This there are probably a couple of couple of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, look, there's so many. I mean, I tend to go from leadership books, but also books that I think really help in uh, like someone recommended a client of mine a couple of weeks ago called The Resilience Project. Wow, Haven't okay. read it yet, but I've mm-hmm. bought it. So mm-hmm you know, I'm always on the lookout for those sort of things because I think any of that kind of knowledge is really powerful and, again, just helps with that
1: self-awareness piece. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. I think for $30 you can literally absorb a person's, you know, wisdom that they've maybe spent 20, 30, 50 years, you know, gathering and you can read that, you know, in the space of, you know, a week, a month, even a year, you know, depending on how quick you read. I think it's just reading is something that, you know, we should be embracing more because it's just so much amazing knowledge out there. Um, and I love the fact that you just touched on self-awareness because this is something that I am super passionate about. And I think that in order to get our, get ourselves to personal mastery, it all, stel- it all starts with self-awareness. If you don't know who you are, what you want, what you stand for, what your values are, how can you make an impact yeah. in the world? So ha- like we, 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 we say these things like become more self-aware, but, what steps have you personally taken? You've obviously read a lot, but has there been anything else that you've done that has really given you more levels of self awareness?
0: Uh, I think. I mean, I I think definitely reading has given me self awareness around like when I read things, I sort of think to myself, mm-hmm. I wonder if I'm doing that, or I wonder if I can actually put that kind of insight into practice. Like even this is why I'm, the stillness is the key. ...has been really interesting. Like this is just an example... I, ...which we all do, I work very, very hard... ...to the point where sometimes I don't know how to switch off... Um, ...because there's a, But then I've realised... ...like reading the stillness is the key... ...and there's some excellent stories around great historical leaders... ...and what they've done around stillness to be more powerful... Mm-hmm. ...is I've started going, okay, how can I take that learning... ...from those leaders or stories in this book... ...and start to practise that in terms of, okay, how do I become more still... I need to go, you know what? I actually don't need to look at my emails tonight. I'm just going to sit, maybe even be still for 15 minutes or journal for 15 minutes. So it's actually looking at those things and being self-aware around, ooh, I wonder if I'm... Um, Also things like getting feedback, I think is really important. So being really open to feedback and getting feedback from others, mm. uh, that's why I have a mentor and a coach and an amazing team and my daughter's constantly giving me feedback <laughs> around. <laughs> probably um, not wanted feedback. <laughs> sometimes, yes. Like, I really do I do that. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you do. Like, okay, it's Uh Also being present. I think the really important thing is being really present and also being present in, in terms of like – I'm just like looking, like thinking about or like being a fly on the wall and watching yourself going, okay, I'm in this connection or in this conversation with someone, how am I operating? Mm-hmm. Like also, and also being reflective afterwards at the end of each day, I reflect mm-hmm. on my day and go, okay, okay yeah. how was I today? it was mm-hmm. a, I remember, and it was a few weeks ago, oh funnily enough, no, I did it this morning. Uh... You know, obviously, I told you about. You know, I had to drive to Melbourne, and I had to move my daughter into university, and it was really hectic. And yesterday, uh, I was in the city racing around with her, trying to. You know, I had to wake up really early. She wanted me to take her to the train to to the university. I was a bubbling mess because <laughs> I was like, okay. And then my team were ringing me, and I was a little bit like, okay, I have just got a bit on, Can I? and I felt a bit. And then this morning, I came in, I said, Hey, look, I reflected on my day yesterday. I could have communicated with you better that I just had a few things. I mean, I think that we have to be kind to ourselves. We're human. We've got oh, things going on. Yeah. But I came in and said, I just wanted to let you know that please forgive me if I seemed a bit short with you yesterday. I reflected and they went, oh, gosh, we did know that you had a lot on. Um, but we we did notice that. And are you okay? And I said, yes, absolutely okay now. It's just, just But, you know, being reflective yeah. around, oh, man, what, what, what was I my best version today? Like... Could I have done things differently? I think that sort of self-awareness. And also that you're linked to your values. So, you know, I have my values and at the end of each day if I go, you know, my values are things like being resilient and being fun and being passionate and being kind. If I kind of go, oh, I could have been a bit kinder. Mm, i need to work on that but does that make sense like oh, absolutely. yeah absolutely i
1: i i think reflection is one of the most powerful exercises that you can do and um i journal um every day and i actually ask myself those very questions like how could how could i've given more today you know what 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 had i show up today you know what could i improve upon tomorrow And i just think there's probably not enough people out there that do that and, and i would just encourage anyone i'm sure as you would to to work on your self awareness and do the journaling and do the, yeah. the just just the sitting in silence like i mean I, I do meditate every day, but whether you call it meditation, sitting in silence, whatever you want to call yeah. that practice, but just sit and just some, spend some time with yourself and your thoughts, it's so, so powerful, so I'm really pleased we just touched on that. Um, another word that you've brought up a lot is kindness. Yes. So you have you also mentioned you've written your third book, which is incredible. Um, so can you talk to us about that book and why you think kindness is such an important um, traits when it comes to leadership,
0: uh,
1: it's interesting around,
0: uh, yeah, in terms of e- even all the research. So my 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 book, book I'm reading, um, so my book that I'm writing at the moment is called First Comes Courage, and it's mm-hmm. going to be really focused on courage, but also with a real focus on why kindness is so important when it mm-hmm. comes to courage, mm-hmm. because it actually takes courage to be kind as well, mm-hmm, especially when people mm-hmm. are not being kind yeah. to you. <laughs> so you have to be really, I mean it be kind. You know, you can't control someone else's behavior. You can only control yours. I think we've seen kindness as a weakness. This is where I see a lot of leaders will say to me, but if I'm kind, that'll mean that I'm weak. I'm like, no, you can be strong as a leader, but you can be kind at the same time. Kindness isn't a weakness. And there's so much research out there that The number one thing stopping leaders or executives moving up the career ladder is actually being able to connect and build trust with others, you know, because trust is everything. Absolutely. And one way to build trust is by being kind and that's by being kind through being present, caring about others and asking and saying, how can I help you? You know, being grateful for others and saying, thank you so much. For even today, I called an Uber into the city and I said, thank you so much for driving me. And he looked at me and he was like, Mm -hmm. did you just say thank you? (laughs) And I said, well, yes, I'm really grateful (laughs) that you've driven me. He said, no one thanks me. And I said, well, that's got to be shown kind. Like, you know, we're constantly so busy and racing around, you know, even, you know, yesterday, you know, I'm just showing examples of kindness. Even yesterday, I turned up in Melbourne to this meeting and the receptionist sitting there all alone and I went up to her and I said, oh, hello. I said, you look beautiful today. She had these stunning glasses on. She looked at me and she went, excuse me, what? What did you just say to me? And I said, <laughs> good morning. I said, yeah. you look beautiful today. And she went, what? 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 No, one, no one no one, says what? No no. One. And I said, mm-hmm. don't be... She goes, no one talks to me. They just turn up and go, I'm here to see such and such. And I said, oh, I am here to see Megan. But I also want it. Like, it's really important that... Like, we're always on our phones. Yeah. When, like, you know, I don't know. We just need to connect more. And that's yeah. how... You build trust is through connection and through, you know, helping and serving others or, you know, showing gratitude or, you know, helping or just doing a good deed for someone as well. I think think the world needs a lot more kindness. And imagine if our leaders of today, I mean, look at Jacinda Ardern. Mm, I mean, you know, she's becoming quite iconic as a leader around the globe Mm. because she's kind you know and she shows that but she's still strong yeah and she gets
1: stuff done as well you know so I think that's really powerful because I think that people you're so right you you nailed it there where people think that kindness can be seen as weakness so let's take a situation where if you are a leader and you are dealing with a very challenging team member and you are showing them kindness you know you're you know being grateful you're asking if they're okay and you're constantly getting negative pushback and this person is just you know, you, you, you're sort of really trying to be kind, but you're really being challenged. Like what what advice would you give to somebody who really wants to improve their empathy and their kindness but is really struggling with a difficult team member or coworker?
0: Yeah, and that's a really great question because I've worked with so many people that have actually encountered that... Again, sometimes people, even if you do show kindness, are not open to it or they don't really want to kind of reciprocate or let themselves be seen or show that vulnerability around. As a leader, I think I'm in kind of two thoughts around this. Like, you know, if I talked, I talked about Jim Collins, good to great, he always talks about having the right people on the bus.
1: Right.
0: So I think sometimes, and even Brené Brown has this quote, you know, it, it's unkind it's to be unclear... It's kind to be clear. So I think as a leader it's really important that you have the right people on the bus. So even if you're showing kindness and being clear around and being strong around... ...but with kindness, these are kind of expectations. This is what you're accountable for. This is your role and things like that. Or this is what we want, how you want, we need you to behave. It's, you know, especially linked to values. If it gets to a point, I'm a great believer that you're showing kindness... ...and that you are doing everything you can to support and lead and coach... ...and direct and help that person be the best person they want to be... ...and that you're finding that time and time again... ...that their attitude or their performance hasn't improved. Mm -hmm. I think that's where you need to again start to be like clearer around expectations... ...and around their choices because at the end of the day they're not on the bus, they're not on the bus and their kind of work performance and attitude, if it's not aligned to your business or your team, that's actually going to feed, like that is going to be contagious and people are going to see that. So I'm all about leaders leading by example and also around courage, around not walking past behaviour that they wouldn't accept as well. And the thing is there has to be kindness in that. I think that even when you do have to say that this isn't working you still be should be kind. I have heard stories and this is where I coach a lot of my leaders around with any sort of process or any sort of kind of intervention where something isn't working don't look don't be the bad guy. Yeah. You know, make sure that again th- not everything works out All but things you've got to have the right people on the bus that truly also get your mission and your vision and your purpose as well
1: mm. and sometimes it's actually the kindest thing to do to almost let that person you, think, yeah. you know go because maybe it's not the right environment for them and mm. you know one negative person in the team can bring the whole team down and you know you see the whole culture being impacted by that so sometimes the saying is cruel to be kind yeah. but maybe you're not being cruel you know if the person's not right for the business but it, it's 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 definitely a an interesting conversation i think that one that leaders really do struggle with and again that comes back to courage mm. so how as leaders can we be more courageous and how, how in your own life have you had to sort of really um, show courage and, you know, take the first step towards making that difficult decision or starting that business? Like what in your own life have you done to, you know, express courage, I guess?
0: Yeah, I there's so, <laughs> so many, many. <laughs> times, you know, honestly. And sometimes it hasn't worked out the way I thought it was. Like, oh, being really courageous. Oh, that yeah. didn't work out. Because um, sometimes things don't work out. No. when you You can learn... Lots of different things when things don't work out. Uh, I, You know what I think? I believe that the more courageous you are and the more that you're out there putting courage into action, the more courageous you start to become because you obviously get more resilient and you kind of go, you know what, I've done it once, I can do it again. And I just think we've also got this one life as well and I think time is our most precious resource. So for me it's, it's around going, you know what, we've only got this one life you know, I don't want to look back on my life and go, I wish I was more courageous then or I wish I was more courageous in that conversation or I wish I was more courageous of, wish I'd asked out that
1: man out. <laughs> yeah, like I yeah. sit on it or I yeah.
0: wish I'd actually <laughs> started that company. Like, yeah. you know, my team, I'm always going, they go, oh, maybe we could start this other business. i like, Sonia, can you stop being so courageous around? Yeah. Like, let's start, focus on this. like, okay, but... Um, like even yesterday when i dropped off my daughter at school she said to me i'm going to ha- i'm going to go for student council i'm going to have the courage to go for student council i said you go there yeah. you go and do it she goes yeah and i was <laughs> like cuz when you do it once you're going to get more courage so i mean having the courage to have cr- those kind of conversations it actually makes you more confident like Absolutely. i i and also i think sometimes i think it's weird, we we kind of stop ourselves by having courageous conversations cuz we are probably more attached to what might be the outcome of the conversation and we have expectations or assumptions around, oh, what happens if I upset this person? Or what happens if, um, you know, this person gets, I don't know, reacts in a way that, you know, makes me feel unhappy. You know what I mean? And it's, well, sometimes this is why you, you've you got to have the courageous conversations because you're there to to support them and coach them, to look at things differently but also explore What might be going on for them? So if someone is not performing well at work, oh, I just want to ignore it because I don't want to have the courageous conversation because I don't want to upset them. But the thing is by actually going, hey, do you want to go for a walk or do you want to go and grab a coffee and go, hey, I've just noticed that this is going on and I'm just a little bit disappointed or confused, whatever is going on for you, I want to know what's going on for you, like I'm here to support you, is actually you can build connection and trust by exploring that sort of, you know, I've noticed that you're not performing well here. Do you want me to help you? Can I coach you anyway? So it's mm-hmm. it's just having that thinking of it as I'm a leader and at the end of the day, my intent is good. If I'm having a courageous conversation with you, it's because I Generally, my intention is because I am here to help and serve you. Does that
1: make sense? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I think perhaps the the problem is as well is that people think that they've got to come up with the answer to that person's problem. And ultimately, the only person that can really do that is that person. And as a leader, it's just about, I guess, asking the right questions, you know, and, and just knowing that. I'm here when you need me. I'm, I'm available to you. And I think that's enough sometimes for people to open up. And then as soon as they say what's on their mind, they feel so much better already. But again, it's just having the courage to ask, you know, are you okay? You know, and seeing what opens up. Um, so you've written 3 books, you've got two businesses. Um, what's next? What's what's the big project coming up? Um, you mentioned a event. Um, so let's let's talk about that. our awards. Yes, the awards. This this is this sounds amazing. So um, what's, what's what's going on? What's happening? Well, there?
0: We're we're <laughs> on a movement. We're wanting to create a world of kind and courageous leaders and mm. leadership in organizations. So we're on this movement. Part of that movement is recognising, acknowledging, celebrating kind and courageous and inclusive leaders and teams and businesses. So we wanted a platform where we can go, you know what, these are companies and these are leaders and these are unsung heroes and people that are actually making a difference and making an impact they're actually really aligned to leadership. They really understand that leadership is what it takes to make a difference today in the world. And we want to share their story. We want to share who they are and their story because we see way too much negativity in the media when, you know what, there are some amazing, amazing people out there. So we're holding this incredible event where we're, uh, we're holding it in Brisbane this year so we're going to take it each to each state each year next year is in Melbourne this year is in Brisbane we've got Guy Russo the former CEO of Kmart who is again a remarkably kind and courageous Amazing. leader mm-hmm. as our keynote speaker we've got lots of different categories running from CEO to the year student leader future leader community men and women like lots of different categories it's free to enter and we just want to celebrate them um, on the eighth of May. So, yeah, it's uh, it's free to enter. Tickets are on sale um, at the Sofitel. Uh, please nominate. Like we want lots of people. It's just we just really want to. It's all around values. Like so, um, the nomination form's easy, and it's all around behaviours and values. And we've already started showcasing on social media some of the nominees, and they're just honestly, it's so humbling to see these incredible people out there. So. That's what we want. We want, to, we want to change the face of leadership. So people can see the importance of leadership.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. And I, I think that so so what we'll do is we'll put a link in the, the show oh, notes. Thanks. So if anyone wants if anyone if you're listening to this now and you are thinking, I know somebody who's kind, who's courageous, who is an incredible person, an amazing leader, then absolutely get them nominated because this event, you know, is sounds fantastic. And I think leaders do need to be celebrated because it's it's not easy, you know. It's you know you've really got to dig deep, and you've got to continue learning and growing as a leader. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that, you know, is is really important. So, look, one one question I like to ask all of my guests, um, you know, obviously through throughout your your many years and experience of working with lead mm. leadership teams, like. What what do you personally do every day? You mentioned reflection and self awareness, yep. but do you have any sort of um, habits or routines that you do on a regular basis that that make you show up in such a you know wonderful state every day? Uh, <laughs> I love that
0: question because I always say your character is built from your <laughs> habits. I'm being really congruent here. I don't always practice oh, these habits. We don't so. always no no. no. <laughs> I. <laughs> do my best. Yeah, your intention is there. My intention is there. Um, I know it's there. I do it most days, but yeah. not every day. Some days I go, Oh, oh my gosh, I'm just running late. Uh, so I'm a big, I'm a morning person. So for me, I love waking up in the morning and I do a lot of visualization and affirmations, uh, which is really important around like what my intentions are and affirmations. Cause sometimes we do get, I call them ants, automatic negative thoughts crawling through our brain. So I squash those and um, ...do affirmations um, and I do do journaling. I'm a big, i am very passionate about journaling. Um, I love reading. So I spend about 15 minutes in the morning reading. Uh, It tends to be a leadership book. I'm reading um, one around that that one I mentioned, the stillness one. Uh, What else do I do? I do my best to do some exercise. I like walking but because I'm power walking around the city a lot... ...with meetings and things, that tends to me... ...I tend to sometimes let that go uh also I'm very much around for me uh my my health like eating really healthy is really important so looking after like my skin and making sure that I have uh, like a fre- like a fresh juice in the morning is mm-hmm. something that I really love and I take lots of vitamins. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think that's, I mean, I like and gratitude. Like I'm very much around gratitude. So in the mornings, so I'm like, I'm really like I really focus on my purpose. So like in the morning, I'm like, I'm really grateful that I get to spend each day mm-hmm. doing the work that I do, yeah. and meeting beautiful and amazing people like yourselves. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I'm really like. I really kind of focus on like what am I grateful for, and affirmations and visualization and journaling is really important for me. It just kind of really sets myself up. But the reflection piece at the end of the day is something that I do every day.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And also a glass of wine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not to say that. <laughs> I know, <laughs> maybe two. <laughs> maybe a bottle and a straw. <laughs> that's good. I'm trying to change. Oh <laughs> uh, hey, hey, we're all human. We have all, you know it's whatever. Whatever you do, just switch off. That's what I say. Um, And look, final question, because obviously I want to be respectful of your time. Um, What does a successful life look like to you? Oh, my gosh. I love this question. I get get so excited about the response because everyone's is different. Oh,
0: gosh. What's a successful life? Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know that I'm making a difference. A successful life is about significance. So for me, it's just... You know, making a difference to people's leadership and people's confidence and how they see themselves, and that I want them to see themselves as being really worthy and that they're capable of, you know, giving them the power, giving them the insights for them to see that inner courage and kindness is something that I think success is about. That I want to leave a legacy that, you know, my daughter can say, "Wow!" Like, you know, my which you know, my daughter. Like, oh, I won't get emotional if I talk about mm-hmm. her, but that she sees that I'm a role model. That's success for me, that my beautiful little girl goes, you know what, my mum has given me the courage and Mm -hmm. kindness to be the best version of me. Mm -hmm. So creating
1: that ripple effect is Mm -hmm. to me, about that success. Amazing. And for all the mums out there, I'm sure they can be listening to that and nodding their heads and probably getting emotional yeah. themselves So i think that's that's really really powerful um sonia it's been an absolute pleasure to be with you today thank you so much for your time oh, thank and, you it's uh, been wonderful yeah thank you i'm definitely going to go on and nominate <laughs> thank uh, i've got you. a few people that i'm thinking of right now um, who i think are pretty exceptional but no honestly thank you so much and um yeah hopefully we can do more work together in the future i'd love that thank, thank you, you so much